Do you ever find yourself scrolling through endless advice on building your personal brand and you keep going back to the same old, just be authentic, stay consistent, provide value. And that's the same mantra over and over again. And don't get me wrong, that advice really is solid gold. That's a reason why they say it because it works. But today I want to dive deeper with you. I want to go deeper because I want to find the not so talked about secrets that can really help you elevate your personal brand from just being another name in the sea to the person, the light that everyone is drawn to. And it's so related to the topic of influence. It's just being that leader that not only leads with authority, but also has this irresistible blend of quirkiness, flexibility, and raw honesty. Are you intrigued? Then stick around, because in this episode, we're peeling back the layers to reveal the true essence of a standout personal brand. And trust me, it's just not about being the loudest in the room. It's about being unmistakably you. So are you ready to transform and elevate your personal brand? Let's get into it. Welcome to Creator to Leader. Are you struggling to connect with your ideal customers online? Are you confused about the most effective way to market your business? If you are ready to become the go-to expert in your industry and stand out from the crowd, this podcast is for you. Hey, I'm Eugenia. That's Eugenia in Spanish, but you can call me E. My mission is to help entrepreneurs stand out online so that they can grow their businesses. I do this through comprehensive marketing strategies, impactful content plans, and storytelling leadership. We both know you are running on caffeine and big dreams, so let's dive right in. When I was doing my research for this episode, I kept coming back to the same overused tips, and that's be yourself, be authentic, be consistent. And even I have talked about consistency, so no shame. And the provide value, right? And I've talked about those things because they are true. They work and really they are so needed if you want to build a personal brand. Because having a personal brand that is not anchored in your authenticity is not sustainable. If you're not consistent, the audience is just not going to trust you. And if you don't provide value and come at it from a perspective of this is how I really want to serve you and provide value, people won't see a reason to invest their most valuable asset, which is their time, with you. However, you're listening to this podcast because you care about your impact. You truly care about helping as many people as possible to being in a position in your industry that allows you to have influence. And not because you are driven by your ego, but because you truly care too much. And can you imagine the conversations you'll have in the rooms you haven't entered yet? Oh, that is exciting stuff. So how do you get there, right? How do you get to receive advice or how do I get to give you advice that doesn't come from the same like, oh, I've been done, done that. That's on every... Google page possible, right? So I decided to go on a thinking quest. And when I was little, I loved the blue clues on Nickelodeon. And the main character, Steve, when he received a clue, he went to his thinking chair and he was meditating on this clue and trying to figure out what was still not clear to him. So I went to my proverbial thinking chair, which is the corner of my couch. And that's amazing because my couch has an L shape. So this corner is where the two 
legs of the L converge. So it's so like smooshy and extra comfortable. It's so good for thinking. So once in my couch, I decided to approach this thought exercise the way my platonic mentor, Seth Godin, approaches thinking exercises. And he does it with great question and just being curious about the answers. So what if there were elements that are not widely discussed that could transform your personal brand from standard, the basic, what everyone does, to truly spectacular? And that's what we are discussing today. Those are three lessons that I have specially discovered, especially this last year, because I have grown my personal brand. I have worked with incredible personal brands in the online space, and I have taken these nuggets that go from or that make the personal brand go from good to truly great. So number one, embrace your quirks. And your quirks aren't just the thing that sets you apart. They are really your secret weapon. And they are the little things that you may be hesitant to share, but those can be the things that resonate the most with your audience. And I know that when you think about raising your quirks and being authentic, you know, isn't this the same two peas in a very personal, possibly quirky pod? Well, they do, authenticity and quirkiness, they do share a family tree, but truly they're more like second cousins than siblings. Okay, why? Because being authentic is more like showing up to a party dressed exactly how you feel more comfortable. You are, let's say, your glittery boots uh, or you love a sweater that your grandma made for you. And really, authenticity is about being true to your core, your values, your everything. This is the real you. No filters applied. So you're not pretending to like that brand just because it's cool. And you are not laughing if you're at a party, you're not laughing at the jokes just because they're funny, right? Authenticity is really the backstage pass to true and genuine connections because we, I feel like we have a built-in nonsense detector. I don't know. Do you agree? So then, then if that is authenticity, embracing your quirks is being at the same party, but this time you're not only comfortable, you're also wearing a brooch that looks like a tiny piece of cheese. Why? Because you love cheese more than I love Vanderpump rules. That is a quirk. That is a sprinkle of uniqueness and that makes people remember you and even smile when they think of you. I have a, a friend who says that her personality is full of glitter. Like she just starts throwing her glitter around the room and it makes me smile. And and we haven't talked in a long time, but every time I'm doing something where I'm getting too excited, I'm like, oh my gosh, the glitter is coming out. And that's because the glitter is such a quirkiness of her. So while being authentic means staying true to who you are, embracing your quirks is going a little step beyond. It's about proudly showcasing those little things about yourself that maybe will raise an eyebrow or start a conversation. It is not only about being real. It is about being more memorably real. And truly the magic happens when they these two dance together, authenticity and embracing your quirkiness. Imagine sharing your journey 
with all the ups and downs, and that is your authenticity. But you're also admitting that you celebrate your wins with a solo dance party as if it was Grey's Anatomy with the two friends. That is really when your personal brand starts to feel like a friend rather than just a facade or, oh, I'm just being authentic. Whether it's a unique hobby or maybe you have an unconventional viewpoint or maybe you have a very peculiar sense of humor. And for years, I was so afraid of sharing my sense of humor and my movie references because they are a little bit of dad jokes, but they are really what makes me me. These are the golden threads, right? They are the fabric of your personal brand. And two ways that you can start thinking about it is identifying either your signature stories. And these are three stories that you keep going back to, whether you are talking about it on your own podcast, on social media, on your interviews. These are the three stories that really made you who you are. So as you identify those stories, start thinking about details about those stories that were very unique to you. And also, I love having signature quotes. So these are your phrases. Um, some copywriters call it your isms. These are the things that you say that are very you. And they don't have to be ultra clever. You don't have to look like Plato. You don't have to be out there, but they have to be you. And I love how Jenna Kutcher does this. I She launched her book a few years ago, and I listened to a couple of interviews she did while on her book tour. And she actually went on one of my clients at the time podcast and she did the interview and every interview was a little bit different, adapted to the audience and letting the interviewer guide. But she was so good at speaking in quotes and having those little clips that then the interviewer, the host would be able to share on social media and share with with other people, maybe on a quote card and people would remember her by. Now, those quotes were from her book, but you don't have to have a book to identify those signature quotes that you can share over and over again. And and something important to understand is that there is no aim point in embracing your quirks because the more comfortable you get with your voice, the more things you are going to be discovering about yourself and memories and just little things that you can incorporate into your brand. So this is not a one and done, but if you identify your three signature stories and your three signature quotes, you can definitely get started with something that feels very unique. Number two, and the things you need to have in place to really get that personal brand elevated is thinking about flexibility over rigidity and consistency. Yes, is king in traditional branding advice. And I propose flexibility as the queen. And let me tell you something. The end of last year was wild for me since the summer, since the end of the summer, every month had something. I stopped working on my corporate job. I then launched my podcast. I then moved from Charlotte to Miami. And then my grandfather passed away right after Thanksgiving. And that was to me like stop, like stop sign because I really had to find a new path to consistency. There were so many things I had to reevaluate. I feel like my grandfather's passing really put me in this 
a place of a lot of reflection and just thinking and memories and processing everything that had happened um, in the past months. I mean, you know, without taking into consideration the grief of, of losing him, the grief, you know, in and of itself. The thing is that the simplistic advice of just be consistent didn't work for me at that specific time because everything was chaotic, starting with my mind. So that doesn't mean that I now don't think that consistency is important because you still, as a leader of your community, as the leader of your audience, deserve to, or they deserve rather, to have that piece of information, of content, what they've come to expect. So how do you breach that gap? Because you can also, I couldn't pretend that nothing was happening, right? But I also couldn't overshare. So how could I take care of myself while also leading by example? So what I did was using this opportunity to practice what I preach. I love asking myself, why would I tell myself if I was a client? So what if consistency could look different? One of my Seth Godin inspired questions. <laughs> could my framework that I created for my business carry my business forward in a season where I needed to be a little bit more inward facing, just going and, and just processing everything. And this is what I discovered. Consistency doesn't have to be rigid, doesn't have to be black or white, like either I do it 100% or I am at zero. Consistent can be flexible. And when you are flexible, you are able to be more consistent. And I know we like extremes and that's Sadly, the world will even. But trust me, I have been in this all or nothing mentality before. And I used to think that flexibility was equal to excuses and failure. And flexibility was the opposite of discipline. That's what I thought. But during this time, I discovered that it's, flexibility is actually the biggest asset you can develop to maintain consistency and discipline. Like, who would have thought? And it's not only because of personal situations that could be out of your control that you need to develop this flexibility. But really, if, if we, you know, zoom out a little bit, everything in the digital marketing space changes so fast. That's why I always say this is not an exact science. There's, there are principles, there are frameworks, but there's also testing what works for you. And yes, the pillars of your platform, of your foundation, those should remain the same. Those should remain stable, but you need to develop the ability to adapt your brand, your voice, your content, your strategies without losing your core identity. And if you're too rigid about just being consistent, you are going to have a very hard time adapting to these changes. So maybe this means for you being open to new schedules, new platforms, new trends, maybe understanding your audience's need in a new way, and also honoring your internal changes, honoring where you are. The point of all of this is to stay in the race because building a personal brand is a game of resistance. It is not a game of speed. 
So finally, point number three, storytelling through vulnerability. And we often hear about the power of storytelling. And I love storytelling and the and the messaging framework that I use with my clients is anchored in storytelling. But the secret to really elevate that in your personal brand is peppering in vulnerability. And this is not only sharing your wins, but also your trials, your losses, your doubts, your lessons, all of that can create a very powerful emotional connection with your audience. Because this level of honesty really invites engagement and builds trust with people like nothing else. And vulnerability is another one of those concepts that everyone talks about without much depth. They are great experts like Brene Brown. She's incredible at this. I wish I could bring her to the podcast to talk about vulnerability in building your personal brand. But we need to get one thing straight. Vulnerability is not about just airing your dirty laundry for the sake of airing your dirty laundry. Because we are not trying to overshare, right? We are not trying to create the next keeping up with the Kardashians. When it comes to your personal brand, vulnerability is about letting your guard down and saying, hey, I'm human. I struggle. I make mistakes, but I also learn and I also grow. And the beautiful thing about being vulnerable is that it makes you a way more powerful leader. It can inspire those that are listening or your audience they can it can make them resonate with you, you know, and say, look, if she can do it, so can I. And 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 I say this with really just being very humble, but I've received messages like those personally in my DMs of people looking at what I'm doing and they know where I'm coming from. They know my background. They know my past. They know my struggles and they have so much information about me and they see what I'm doing and they say, I am inspired. I believe that this is possible for me. And those are the messages that keep me going. When I see other people inspired to really go into their brilliance and their expertise and their passion to go all in and to really let that expertise shine, that to me is really fulfilling. And a reason or a mindset to really adapt as you're sharing your story is that you are not only building a brand, you're truly building connection. It is beautiful because you are telling your audience, look, I trust you with my story. And that trust is a foundation of every great relationship. Whether it's personal, whether it's professional, you do need that trust. So how do you do it, right? Start weaving vulnerability into your personal brand without oversharing, by starting small. You can even take the signature stories. Now that you've added your quirkiness, add some details that make you vulnerable. Something I do want to say, though, is that there is a difference between sharing from a wound and sharing from a scar. So if there's something that you still haven't processed, maybe take a step back and don't don't talk about it there. You know, there are things that deserve to be processed privately. There are things that I'm going through that I have or that I am processing privately. Those things are not a 
wound anymore and I've healed, I'm going to be the first one to talk about this experience to really inspire those that are listening. And look, I am an oversharer, okay? I have the problem in relationships, so you will not get any judgment from me, okay? Because it's not about being perfect. And this one was hard for me because I thought I had to share, but really with an imperfect perfection. It is truly about sharing your story, your journey as it is. So let's recap. If you want a successful personal brand, you need to have these three things in place. Number one, embrace your quirks. Number two, flexibility over rigidity. And number three, storytelling through vulnerability. Now, here's your challenge for this week. Pick one of these tips, one of these three things, and weave them into your personal brand strategy over the next week. Send me a DM, please. I love hearing from you. And share your experience. Was it a challenge for you? Were you able to include it somehow? What did you learn? You can embrace like one little thing that you've always hidden and identify one area of your strategy where you maybe need to be more flexible or maybe you just need to share this story that's going to showcase vulnerability. Like the possibilities are endless and it doesn't have to be this big thing. I am always, 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 always rooting for you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Creator to Leader podcast. It is an honor to guide you in this personal brand adventure and I'm excited to see you soon. Un beso. I hope you loved this episode. If you connected with the podcast in some way, please rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That is the number one way you can support the show. And because sharing is caring, share it with a fellow entrepreneur wanting to become a leader, not just a creator. I am so grateful for you. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM over to at eugenia.wu. That's at E-U-G-E-N-I-A dot W-O-O. And if you only send me a microphone emoji, I will know that you stay till the end. Thank you for listening. See you soon.